0: Welcome to High School Backups Podcast. My name is Nick, and this is episode, I'm looking at it right now, 41, and we are happy to be here today. We're happy you are here with us. Uh, If you're listening, or if you're just simply sitting on the live stream, we appreciate you, and this is a great day, even though the Patriots lost on Thursday. It is a fantastic day. Anyways, uh, Austin's not muted and barking at his dog, so that's always good. Uh, and uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, move on to some actual news for today. Obviously, I hope you all are doing well. It is the, I, I like to say, holiday season. Um, Thanksgiving just went past. We are heading towards Christmas. All the fun stuff starts happening. Steve's girlfriend asking me for ideas for Christmas presents. She buys him Patriots tickets. Lucky guy is Steve. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know he's excited to go. Oh, uh, <gasps> it's, it's all just it's it's a happy season. <laughs> I'm sick. So that's the not happy part of the season. You're Again? still uh, sick, bro. No, I'm still sick, but I'm at the end Oof. of it. As You can hear my voice is OK. I'm not in pain. So I'm, I'm just coughing still. So <laughs> that'll be happening. I'll be trying to mute while I'm going. But if I'm talking, I'm screwed. So anyways, we're going to touch on some very small things before we get into the deep discussions tonight. First piece, Bruins lose their first game at home. It was a shootout loss to the Golden Knights, a top five, top three team in the NHL right now. So be it. It sucks. Uh, They were down 3-0 with uh, a good portion to go with the second period. They came all the way back to tie it and go to overtime. It happens. It's a good team to lose to, especially to still get a point out of it. Um, Sucks it was at home. Oh, well. Uh, Celtics are continuing to dominate. Uh, They had a good comeback win over the Raptors last night. Uh, They continue to do their thing. And go stay hot, you know, so that both teams are doing really well. Both are essentially top seed in their uh, conference. Uh, quick shout out to the Lakers; they're looking pretty good for a team that shouldn't be looking good. And Anthony Davis is should get traded because his value yeah. is going to be through the roof. Dude, mm-hmm. Westbrook has
1: looked so good off the bench too; it's nuts. Well, cause yeah, has, like, it's he's like
2: it. yeah, I mean, he has like no weight on his shoulders. He's like, ah, oh, I guess I'll actually play for my contract's worth almost.
0: Yeah, he, he accepted his position on the bench, and because of that, he is thriving, which is just what like happened when he was the only player for OKC. Like, he accepted the fact that he had to do everything. And now mm-hmm. he accepted the fact that he doesn't have to do everything. And because of that, he's doing well. So, mm-hmm. happy for him. Uh, no baseball news whatsoever, right? Austin, I don't think really anything happened. Um, oh, wait, uh, didn't someone sign? Like, uh, um, one
3: of... There's been some big uh, signings, yeah. actually. You want me to hit that?
0: if you know him off the top of your head, go for it.
3: Let's go. All right. Jacob deGrom signs a hundred, uh, was it a 40 year, 185 or $95 million. Actually, I don't know. was that high. It was, I think 145. Either it was way, it was, big. it was a, it was a huge number, um, over a hundred million. It was a hundred f- something, five, something anyways, not as big of a deal. Um, he signs with the Rangers though. That's huge. Jacob deGrom leaves the, uh, the Mets. And I was wondering if the Mets were going to be left, um, uh, with their shit in their hands. Uh, they're not. They went out and signed the next best, or arguably even better, pitcher on the market. And they signed um, Justin Verlander. Yeah, so uh, that's that's great. Uh, actually, it is pretty good for us. Hopefully, because down go... They're not actually going to be. They're going to find some pitcher from the freaking Walmart parking lot. And he'll be better than everybody. <laughs> and shows to just bend over my team and rape them again like they did last year. But that's alright. Um, so, anyways... What? <laughs> Be careful with your words. Keep going. That's her. Um, I forgot I was uh, not Deshaun Watson there. Uh, anyways. Ah! Um... Jesus, continue.
0: <laughs> it took us what? Uh... Eight minutes to talk about
4: this Bro, guy? we weren't even going to oh, talk man. about it.
3: We weren't <laughs> even
4: going to talk about it.
3: Sorry, too late. Anyways, moving back to baseball. Um... Uh... Uh... <laughs> uh, who is it? Trevor, not Trevor Story. Um guys
2: trey, welcome to our last episode <laughs> trey,
3: i just got us canceled sorry sponsors um trey turner signed a humongous 300 million dollar deal with the phillies it's an 11 year 300 and like it, it's ridiculous 300 million uh he ends up at 27 aav for three years so it's actually a low annual value contract but it's a huge thing to lock him up for 11 years that's gonna be interesting to watch considering he's already turning 30 this year so he's gonna be Freaking 41 when that ends so that'll be interesting to see how he does um so some of the top prospects are already gone and from what i've been hearing the giants offered judge 360 mil so he's probably gone he's probably gone um i was gonna i
1: i was gonna ask austin how do you think that deal uh affects aaron judge if he's gonna be 30 he's gonna get an 11 year deal
3: no, I let me see if I can find it. But it, it was it was supposed to be a small like a not as high, it was supposed to be a ridiculous a, a annual contract value, um, but yeah, it we'll see what happens. Um, and for I know a note, while
0: Austin's looking that up, uh, Aaron Judge was spotted in Tampa Bay with the boy the goat himself Tom Brady, uh, with a Mike Evans jersey on. So I don't know is Aaron Judge Tom gone? Brady's
2: finally uh, moved on. Good for him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh my! Mark <laughs> Judge uh, will
4: not be a Tampa Bay Ryan. I, if he no, is Iowa, no. um, and Austin
0: will lose full forever. So it,
3: mm. there's a whole thing about like I don't know if the, what the Yankees are going to offer him. Um, I from what I can hear, um, there's a lot of internal talk between the Judge camp and the Yankees, um, and they're the Judge camp thinks there's going to be a de- deal done soon. So I don't know with if the actual 360 million contract is true, um, then. I don't know what they're gonna have to offer him. Obviously, um, a lot of money. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. But he's gonna get a lot of money no matter what. He's gonna be over three hundred million. The Yankees already offered him three hundred million. So at eight years, it was a ridiculous contract in and of itself. There. Um, so he's gonna get money. Three hundred and fifty million. That, out. Could he get that? He could, if that's true. What the Giants offered him, um, from what I can tell, he still would rather be in. From what I can tell, Judge really loves the guys he's played with in New York. He wants to stay with them. He loves the teammates. Um, he loves New York. He loves being in the big market, and he obviously makes tons of money being in that kind of market. San Fran's another good one to go to, but it's not as big. Um, so it depends on what the Yankees offer him, what he gets his bonuses, things like that, and whether or not he thinks he can still make more money off the field by staying in new york which in baseball is still a really good bet because if you're the face of that franchise you're going to make a lot more money through endorsements and things like that than going and being the face of like a san francisco or something else but um
0: we say that but if you go 10 years back the giants are winning what felt like every other world series so it was uh, really. yes I they know, were winning a like, lot the problem is them.
3: even still um it's about the the amount of fans, marketability, that kind of stuff in New York, you have just that many more fans than you do in San Francisco for the Yankees. Plus, around the world, they're they're the, what, they're like the fourth or fifth highest, ranked,
1: um, sporting team brand. in the entire yeah.
3: Yeah. So All if right. you're there, you're gonna make more money no matter what. But so that depends on if he wants to go home because he's from the Bay Area or not the Bay Area. He's from Sam um, from from California, if I if I'm not mistaken. He went to college out there and everything, so he might go home. Who knows? So
1: my bigger question about Judge, right, is in the NFL, we see a lot of guys care about not getting the income tax. So they go to states like Florida or Texas and play with right. teams down there. Does Judge mm-hmm. take that into consideration? That hasn't been as much a baseball thing as it has been an NFL and NBA thing. I mean, mostly the NFL, though. But does Judge care about that enough to go take a deal from, you know, the Astros or the Rays or if he's in Tampa Bay with big old Tom Brady there?
0: Certainly not the Astros. Um, I don't know. I- Austin, looking at it, like, most of the teams in states like Texas, states like Florida, kind of suck. Uh, hmm. So, other than Tampa, who is he wants a wants to win, team.
3: So, he so. would have to go – if he's going anywhere, he'd have to go to something like the Astros. Um...
0: He could win with the Giants. I mean, I mean wait, the did, Astros did well, yeah, the Astros have a cap for him, or –
3: if if he wanted to go somewhere like Jake was saying, no, low this, income tax, or is, no income tax, the have to salary go to cap doesn't like, exist
2: in baseball, Stephen.
3: Yeah, yeah, there is. Oh, that's there's, there's a that's great. They can just go wherever they want.
2: Oh, sweet.
1: Yeah, so
3: there's a there's a there's a luxury tax type thing um, where it's it's kind of like a soft um, soft cap in a way. Um, that's why the Yankees haven't spent over because Hal Steinbrenner is one of, is a he doesn't like to spend like his father did. His father could give mm-hmm. a crap about how much money he spent. He just wanted teams to win. His son wants to win, but he wants to make sure he's running a business and making money off of it. Um, so he tries to maximize, and that's why they haven't – they still have one of the highest payrolls in the, in the MLB for the last, like, decade. And they spent – I'm not even joking. Their payroll over the last decade has been, like, a couple billion dollars, which is sad considering they have won a goddamn thing. But, you know. What?
0: Yeah, it usually waves around $300 million. That's the hard part. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the problem is still. nobody really knows where he's going. There's tons of options. I'm pretty sure there's 30 – what, 32 MLB or 30 MLB 30, 30, 30. First 30
3: MLB team 30 MLB team. Well, the 29 other
0: ones. Now, uh, I would say, yeah, but I would say 30 because the Yankees are also.
3: That's fair. That's team. fair. So, yeah, 30.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, the Astros might be one of those teams that might not be willing to take him. It may be the Phillies because they just won and, you know, they already spent a lot of money. But pretty much every other team would be willing to take him if they can afford him. So, he really has his pick. He can choose winning. He can choose money. He can probably choose both so
3: yeah he really can yeah I say if he chooses the problem is if he chooses New York and let's say the the Giants and I'm pretty sure that's like a confirmed thing that they offered him 360 if he actually offered him if they offered him 360 and the Yankees go up from their 300 million let's say they go 340 and they're like well we'll see 360 but you get to stay home where you already are all this stuff you get um, I think that's enticing and then the problem is, well, what do you do now if you're the Yankees? You're either going to have to spend ungodly amounts of money, which they already are now, but then on top of that, just to get into a place of winning, possibly. Or you've got to hope the young guys that are in your farm system can step up and play like they do for the, um, the Astros. The problem is the Yankees are notorious for not playing their young guys, using his trade bait, coming, bringing in a guy like um, Frankie Montas last year from the A's, and him absolutely sucking and being worthless to the point where you want to offload him and so now you waste your young guys you don't get anything good you don't go out and sign big free agents like Correa or Bogarts or somebody else like that in free agency then you're stuck with guys like Judge who is great everybody wants him but the problem is you only have him like that, the end in the second half last year they had I'm not even joking if you took him out their offense was in the bottom three with him in it, they were in the top, um, the top half. I don't remember if they were. I think they were like, just kind of average or a little above average. That's how insane he was at the end last year. It's just ridiculous. He went from, took a team literally from bottom three all the way up to. I think it was twelve, um, average to above average. Yeah, exactly. I think it was like twelve. It was something stupid he like that. that pretty
0: much any other playoff team, they probably win the World Series. Is really the way to look at it. Unfortunately, he's
3: stuck in the playoffs. I guess so he, I he did suck
0: as he always in the playoffs. <laughs> so maybe not. No, I mean, no, no, no. He had a, couple, if he's, he's had a
3: couple really clutch years, but other than that, yeah, he's had. I wonder. A, a if, fancy.
0: Oh, sorry. I wonder if he's taking he goes, into account like a more
2: balanced team as well. Because I mean, when Brady left to go to Tampa Bay, he was looking for a team that can basically support him with a great offensive line and. and and pass catchers and stuff. So I wonder yeah. if, I wonder if, uh do you think he'd be willing to maybe take less of a, less of a salary in order to get, you know, a team that's a real contender potentially?
3: If, if he takes less to be, to say, Hey, spend on other guys then I think he would stay with the Yankees. Because mm-hmm. while I don't love Cashman as a GM, he is really good at getting the most out of um, money and like getting players that'll play outside of like, I mean, I can't say he didn't do a, a a good job last year. He didn't do a good enough job to win, but he still did a good enough job to get a, almost a hundred win team, and get guys like Jose Trevino, who the Rangers traded to him, and other guys like that to like really perform well. Um, if he goes to somewhere like San Fran, he's not getting anything in San Fran besides going there being the face. Um, they have Carlos Rodon, but they don't know if he's going to stay there because he's a free agent, um, and they have some other people. But it's really not like he's gonna find that balance in san fran and so a lot of the teams that are gonna be able to pay for him other mm-hmm. than maybe like the dodgers because the dodgers are always somebody that goes in and just signs huge free agents because they don't care what they spend they're mm-hmm. the only team that I can think of that he goes there and now okay now you have that really balanced team but they don't have treachery they don't have some other people so getting a balanced team like that's gonna be hard unless he goes to a young team that maybe could step up with him this year like a um like, a Rangers team, honestly, that was not great last year, but had potential. Or he go yeah, mm-hmm. St. Louis, maybe even goes to, like, Toronto. Like, if Toronto wanted to pay him and they had the ability to because they haven't paid their guys yet. So, like, something like that. Um, maybe a, a, a Mariners, Seattle Mariners. That would be, like, one if they were willing to pay for him. Um, he could go there. They have him, Julio Rodriguez, um, good pitching. Like, they have what they need to do that. So... The so teams that he's are considered suitors right now, and that have been rumored around him, stuff like that. They don't have that, so he either has to just go there and hope people perform well and outperform what this is expected of them, and he makes a magical run, or he stays in New York, takes a small pay cut, which he doesn't want to do, obviously, because he told he could have done that last year, and he bet on himself, so he doesn't want a pay cut. Um, but if he takes a pay cut with New York, they have a chance to then hopefully go out and sign some guys like Carlos Rodon or somebody else like that, solidify the starting pitching. But in the end, what they need is offense. Last year, they were fine in the playoffs with starting pitching. I mean, the Astros only scored like three runs on them, maybe two runs on them in most of the games. So it wasn't like they were blowing them out. Um, the problem was they didn't have any offense. So.
0: Yeah, I but. can't wait till he goes to the Red Sox. So uh, we're gonna go. Yeah, and, and
3: Bogarts comes to us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think Bogarts would go to the Yankees. I'll be honest; I don't think he'd want to. I think he would go somewhere else before the Yankees. But um, I guess we're not really going to know. We're going to find out sooner rather than we later.
2: When When time. can he start like talking with teams or potentially, you know, signing with new teams?
3: They can. They can are all sign right started? now. Yeah. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. Like, I would say if you had a list of the top ten free agents, I'm pretty sure three or four have already signed.
3: Yeah. So, um. Yeah. Um. Cody Bellinger just signed today so um out of the top 10 three, three of the huge names the board right now two pitchers yeah. and, and trade turner and then a couple others that are middling have gone and left so yeah the there's yeah. there's definitely oh, no,
0: there's still the biggest name which is probably Aaron Judge
3: yeah and know. then Correa after that Correa hasn't made a decision yet so
0: yeah so I mean Correa, people still want the Red Sox to get Correa but I think he already said no um
3: but but at that point why don't you just keep Bogarts
0: Yeah, that's the issue, but Nobody really knows what the fuck's going on with that team, so fuck (laughs) it. I mean, hey, we're both in the same situation. Yeah, really, we're all struggling out here. So, we're going to move on to some larger subjects we have going on today. I knew that might spiral out because nobody really knows what's happening in the MLB world. It's a lot to talk about. Ooh, Austin. Ooh, he can't hear Anyways... Uh, other than uh, Justin's uh, karate kick flip he did over his bed about ten minutes ago. I was wondering if, you saw, I was wondering if anyone saw that, or yes, how yeah. well
3: it could be seen on camera. Dude, I did oh, not I see
0: that.
2: No, that. Just yeah. let me stretch real quick, and he's doing handstands and doing flips on his bed.
0: Sorry, I'm just stretching out real quick. It's Ninja Warrior time for you, so uh, we're gonna go ahead, and I'm gonna cough and then we're gonna move on to the next. Bless you. you. So you're tight. First thing I do want to talk about, uh, we're going to save the big party for last so we can temper ourselves with time. Let's talk about the college football playoff. Um, mm-hmm. Another piece we're going to talk about, Heisman, Ken, just came out. And we'll talk a little bit about that as well. I, Jake didn't have it on the list, but I just remembered it happened. So Down do for it. We're talking about. So let's talk about the college football playoff. So uh, the poll that we had was right, I'm pretty sure, Jake, or was it not right?
1: Uh, the poll that we had was right. Um, essentially, with the USC loss, Ohio State got in, and the matchups are going to be Georgia and Ohio State, and you've got Michigan and TCU. And honestly, I just want to talk about like what we think is probably going to happen with the semifinal and the actual college football national championship. For me, honestly, I don't think Ohio State poses a threat to Georgia in any way, not going to lie to you, especially with Jackson Smith and Jigba sitting out. He already said he's going to sit out. And, I mean, you're talking about a team that just got blown out by Michigan without having Blake Corum, who is a Heisman snub, by the way. We'll talk about that later. And with the Michigan-TCU game, I mean, I'm, I love Michigan. I'm a Michigan fan, but also I kind of love the storyline of TCU. And Max Duggan played his absolute heart out against Kansas State. And if you didn't see that game, uh, I feel bad for you because that was one of the greatest college football games I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Max Duggan is an absolute dog. And honestly, all I got to say to you is by the time he was done running and uh, carrying all of TCU on his back, he could barely stand up and walk off the field.
3: Literally. And didn't give him the final carries. Like, what? (laughs) Don't even
1: remind me about overtime. But honestly, no. TCU earned their place at number three. I think the college football playoff got it right. Uh, There are some people who think uh, Ohio State should be at three and TCU should be at four. I don't necessarily agree with that. USC dropping out makes a lot of sense. Ohio State was better on paper. If all USC had to do was win the Pac-12 title game and they got their ass kicked, I know that some people here do not agree with the USC dropping out. Kyle, I'm looking at you, buddy. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> and I think that, I'm the only one
4: here, which is fine.
1: I understand your point. It's just not how the college football playoff works at this moment in time. Like, it's just not how it
4: works. No. So let, let me just explain that because obviously our viewers have no idea what we're talking about since we basically just discussed that. Yes, Kyle, please
2: chat. mansplain that to us.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I would really love to mansplain, the-
3: And everyone just understand Kyle's opinions are just wrong. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the most mansplained. <laughs> no, Kyle, go ahead.
4: But anyway, um, so basically I was saying I don't agree. I, so I know this is how the college playoff works. I just don't agree with their thought process. To me, a championship appearance is more valuable than not appearing at all. And, and I, I understand their thought process. Ohio State did play tougher teams. They lost to obviously the second-best team in the country right now. They lost to the reigning Big Ten champions. I understand the college football's thought process. But in my the way I'm looking at it is an appearance in a championship game doesn't matter what it is, unless it's I don't know. The I I don't count the American if you lose the American conference, that doesn't (laughs) matter, you you don't get a shot. (laughs) I don't even know who was who Tulane even
1: be. Uh, UTSA, I think. Oh,
3: no, that's right. No,
1: UTSA, right? No, 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 they,
3: they played um, USF, right?
1: Oh, yeah, you might be right.
4: Yes, USF, that's what. Anyway, so yeah, USF doesn't doesn't count with this. But I'm so like of the power five, an appearance in the power five championship games, especially if you're undefeated coming into that game. But they weren't I think carries No, they weren't. I know they weren't. But I'm just saying like but come they, the only person they lost to though was Utah, right? Yeah,
1: but they lost twice <laughs> and got blown out by twenty. It's okay. I'll have they a rebut just, when you're no, done talking. Go no, ahead. No, they have Go three. ahead, I'm sorry. They no, they have also, two. It's just Utah. No, it's audience. just Utah twice.
3: USC has three.
1: No, it's just Utah twice. I'm looking this up. I'm looking Uh-oh. it up. It's
3: got three. I can well, Nick's looking that up. L- L- Kyle, L- 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 I Well, Nick's help looking
1: here. up.
2: Kyle, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry, Stephen.
4: No, oh, Steve, okay. what were you saying? I know. I was
2: just saying, as you're talking about this, I just can't help but hear Molly just running around in the background. I can hear her <laughs> yeah. just dunk, 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 dunk. No, fuck me. She's doing mm. that. What? Know, mm. okay. No, they do.
0: They have two. Um, uh, yeah, 20, yes. I thought they only had one. Who are we looking at? It's uh, USC. 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 They're, they're eleven USC, and two. USC, USC is eleven and two. Both losses likely to. They um, were both. Utah. Yeah, definitely
3: is. Yeah. So that that's
4: just the way I'm look, The way I think it should be. An appearance in a championship game to me carries more weight than not appearing at all. And I understand that's not how the college playoff works. I just don't agree with their thought process. So I mean, to me, I, I I to me I still think USC should have been in it. To me, they had a very successful season. They lost to the same team twice, who is is good, but to me, they they also beat how many ranked opponents that season? Four, right? Enough
0: four ranked opponents. Uh, enough where they should be five. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kyle, I'll make I'll make one point for you. I'll make two points for Jake goes on his points. Um, so yes, I do agree USC should have had a shot at. It. They did indeed have a shot at it. Um, they. So, it is very hard in professional sports, even college, to beat the same team twice. Especially beat them more than twice. So, USC losing to Utah earlier in the season, fine, whatever. They were still number four in the rankings. The fact that USC lost to Utah again tells me that Utah, especially by 23 points I'm looking at right now, tells me Utah was the better team. Utah was not and should have not been in the conversation for top four. So if Utah is a better team than USC, I think they got the rankings right, which is 7-8 for Utah and USC because Utah beat them twice. It is so hard to beat a good team twice in the same season, especially with the second game being essentially a blowout. So for that reason, USC should have dropped from four, and OSU with the next best resume, which is what they are built off of. They're built off a resume. And only losing to the number two team in the nation, who could very well have taken number one, realistically, if Georgia wasn't undefeated, Michigan was number one. That's that's what we were looking at there. So that's the only reason why they overtook him. Truthfully, uh, USC losing to the same team twice, regardless of their ranked team, if it wasn't Georgia, shows me that Utah was a better team, and Utah wasn't going to be in the in the champion in the playoffs. So that that's my point. Um, I have some other points, but I'll let Jake go first before I get into that.
1: Yeah, no. And, I mean, honestly, I think it's the way the Pac-12 championship versus the way the Big Ten championship works, too, with the Big Ten being in divisions and the Pac-12 only going with the best two teams. I think you're going to see a switch to the best two teams for every conference probably in the near future. I think that's how it should be. I mean, the SEC might not have to because at the top of their divisions are two top ten teams every year anyway, but that would be it. No, honestly, I think the committee got it right. I really do. Um, My prediction for the Georgia-Ohio State game, I think Georgia's probably going to beat them by two touchdowns. Uh, Ohio State could keep it close, but without Jackson Smith and Jigba playing. And the fact of the matter is that Ohio State struggles to run the ball against good teams. Uh, They struggled all year to run the ball. They've been really a pass-first team. And most of the time it's downfield passing. I just don't think that's going to work against Georgia. I could be wrong. I mean, it could be one of those games where there's a nice upset. I would love it. To the Michigan TCU game, I think it's a lot closer because I think TCU plays the game the right way. They play really good defense. They run the ball well. Max Duggan normally is very cool, calm, and collected. I think in the championship game, you saw when he was under pressure, especially up the middle, like any quarterback, it got a little bit erratic. But at the end of the day, Max Duggan did do what he needed to do to win the game. Kansas State just won the game. Um I personally, as a Michigan fan, without Blake Corum, I'm a little bit worried because of the way that TCU plays the game. The right way, uh, I could see that game going either way. I'm gonna pick Michigan, and then you have a Georgia-Michigan uh, national championship. And if I pick jo- if I pick against Georgia here, I feel like I'm gonna be crucified. But I think Michigan gives them a hell of a yeah. game. Probably three, uh, probably a one-possession game. I'm gonna go with Georgia. I would love to hear everybody else's thoughts on that. Nick, why don't you go? Because I know you have some thoughts.
0: <laughs> Yeah, so I actually want to talk about that uh, Ohio State-Georgia. So I actually think the opposite of you. I think that Georgia got the worst possible matchup that they could have gotten of the top four. Okay. I think that Ohio State matches them up the best. I know they have some injuries, key injuries. However, I do think that Ohio State is the worst matchup for a team like Georgia because I know that Georgia is a team that has before won outs, has not lost a game in a season. However, Ohio State just lost to Michigan. When you lose in a season, you usually have a little bit more of that grit, a little bit more of that reason to play just that much harder. And I think that losing for Ohio State actually is the reason why they have a chance to win the whole thing. Do I think they will? Probably not. However, I think that because of that, they have a better chance um, I think that Michigan has the easier matchup of TCU. I'm not discrediting TCU. I'm giving that much more credit to Michigan. The fact that they played Ohio State so well, they get the opposite impact. I think that they're going to beat TCU by, I think it's going to be pretty bad. I think it's going to be like 48-27. Like, I think it's going to be a pretty, pretty gruesome game for TCU. And honestly, it's only because Max Duggan is literally what feels like the player on that team, and he just got <laughs> his shit rung. For, he's got a month uh, for for not just sixty minutes, <laughs> not just sixty minutes. <laughs> he got shit rung for like seventy five minutes. <laughs> like, do you know how, how much like pain he must be in? Like, he's got a month. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's got a month to think about how much pain he was in. Now he's going against even better. Run his shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's just yeah. He's got a month to think about it. So. Um, I'm definitely taking Michigan. I think Ohio State has upset potential versus Georgia, so I am going to pick them. However, I don't think that they are likely to win. Like okay. I would take them as the definite underdogs, but I, I think it's fun. I'm slightly a fan of Ohio State. So I'm going to pick Ohio State, knowing very well they could lose, Um, because I do think they have the worst matchup. I think any other team, I think Georgia beats Michigan. I think Georgia beats TCU. I, I think Ohio State's tough. Ohio State, Michigan, uh... Championship would also be some of the most fun. That championship would be you could awesome. I would love my life. That would be it so would cool. be for the I would culture. Hate that. I would hate that. It would, it would be, but it would be a total for the culture game, Kyle. It would yeah, be, that, yes, it would. that would be the ultimate college football game. It, it, it would. <laughs> and I, would I think it. It, would be, it would be one of the best games ever because Ohio, like I said before, a team is hard to lose twice to the same team because you know what to do next time and you can bring new stuff that throws them off and they're gonna run the same formula because it worked the first time. So it's hard to lose to a team twice. So I think it would be a fantastic game for that reason. Again, I'm a Ohio State fan. I actually do think they would win that game against Michigan if it went to the championship, not just crediting Michigan at all. I think Ohio State would have learned. So I would take Ohio State to win it. A li- definitely a little bit of bias, but I think it's fun. Uh, I will give it to Austin and uh, I do
3: no um, yeah, I think uh, there's a lot to say. Um, first off, I got to shout out um, a kid that I grew up with that is a star at Michigan right now. Um, Luke Schoonmaker, tight end. Let's go, boy. Represent. Come on. Um, so I'm hoping for a big baller effort him. Um, he had a touchdown in the championship game. So let's go. But, moving on, um, I think TCU definitely, I think they can match up. The problem with right now is, can they not fall behind to them early? If they fall behind early, Max Duggan's going to have to do what he's been doing, but I don't think you can come back on Michigan like that. Um, So, they need to play a good, solid first half. That's clean. Um, And with them having those, what, four or five come from behind wins, that's great, but you can't do that. Forever. Um, and at the end of the year, they've been struggling to really get out and close teams out early, um, even when they were maybe inferior to them. So I think that's going to be a struggle against Michigan, especially. Blake. Um, oh, is Quorum hurt? Is that what you said, Jake?
1: Yeah, Blake Quorum's out. Uh, should, he just had knee surgery. I don't know. I don't think he's oh, going to be back. Okay.
3: Okay. So, yeah, without him, I mean, they still have some guys behind him, but it's definitely going to be a little bit harder without him. Um, but. Uh, The passing game should still be good. I think Michigan's just defense, stuff like that, is going to be able to hold him down a little bit, you know, enough where maybe they can get ahead in the first half to make him have to grind out a win. I think Michigan and TCU's closer than we think, but we'll see. Um, I think the Big 12 was was pretty good this year. So I'll I'll take Michigan there in a closer battle. Uh, Ohio State and Georgia, I'm just not sure. I know Georgia beat Tennessee handedly, and the SEC is, is better. Um, I think the SEC this year was top-heavy. Um, I mean, so was the Big Ten to an extent. So I don't really know exactly who Georgia is because they didn't have to face... It wasn't that they went through a gauntlet. You're like, yeah, and they just destroyed everybody. They did, but like, it's not not the same as they have in past years where it's like, okay, all these teams are supposed to be really ranked really high and they just roll steamroll of them um, like last year. But Ohio State just... I don't know. It doesn't make me feel super confident in them. Um, I honestly won't be surprised if Ohio State gets steamrolled by Georgia and they just might be that the same. They just might be that good again. Um, I think we end up with a Georgia-Michigan game, to be honest. Uh, And then I think if maybe Quorum could be back for that game or something like that, because that'll be, what, two months out from now No,
1: No, it would be a week after the semis. Oh, they, play, okay. like, so then, they played, like, January 8th last year or something like that. January okay, 9th, so maybe. then
3: he'll, he's probably still not there. Without Quorum against Georgia, I...
1: That's a tough game. That's a tough game.
3: Yeah, I don't think they have the shot at it, to be honest. Unless we see something from their, their backup running backs, but I just... I don't see that happening. And they don't have... They have good receivers, but they don't have like that. Like they don't have a Devonta Smith. They don't have somebody like that to just go win you for them. Um, I love I love that that kid that I grew up with. I think he is really good. He's a really good tight end. But he's not a freak athlete like Kyle Pitts was. So he's a good solid uh tight end, but he's not like gonna go out and just like, I don't think, dominate. I could be he's got solid hands, so he's a steady he's like a TJ Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, um just steady good receiver. That's He's a good comp idea. for your boy there, Austin. That's a good comp. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 <laughs> No, he, he is good. So go look up some of the film on him. You like him. Um yeah, so I think honestly, I think we're looking at a as much as I hate to say, I think we're looking at another Georgia championship. I'd rather it be TCU. I really want I'm going to be rooting for TCU as much as been, but I'm going to be rooting for TCU. So <laughs> But, yeah.
2: I'm just kind of rooting for, uh, at some point, for Michigan to, to make it to the championship and lose because I just want to see Dave Portnoy lose his mind because it's always so <laughs> funny when that happens. But I'm a, hard, I'm, I'm a fan of the Harbaugh, so I am i don't know. I like in Michigan. It definitely feels like it's their year. But, I mean, who knows? I mean, I feel good for Michigan, also for Tom Brady as well. But... You know, maybe just suit him up
0: for that that championship game. Yeah, yeah. Wait, <laughs> oh yo, my God, that's his final chapter. Back in man, that's the actually the kind of, the of the sick. That's the actually the pretty sick. Fifth year sim, a bomb tradie, fifth year senior. Let's go. <laughs> it's his <just> COVID year. <laughs> it's his COVID year. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kyle, what do you think?
4: It's so tough because as someone who's been a Georgia football fan for many, many years. Here we go. My best friends made fun of me for, I don't know, the past decade that we've known each other because he's a Bama fan and I'm a Georgia fan. And I've watched Bama win year after year after year. And I'm just disappointed at the SEC every single year. And I finally get to be proud of this team and i don't even want them to win this
1: <laughs> that's what's
4: so are the first <laughs> <points> for TCU wow. you already know i, I some, like there's something special about watching TCU this year <laughs> that as fun as they are they're going to get absolutely smacked by michigan and i really
3: think oh michigan no they're going to get smacked
4: i don't okay listen I, they should have Is
3: this the first
1: time have... that Nick and or, uh Kyle and Nick have been on the same page about something? Yes. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. no, definitely
0: <laughs> no, a, no, Maybe a <laughs> second or third. So
2: definitely is. I'll, be, I'll be like, guys, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? And they will have the same flavor and then Nick be like, No, actually a different one. <laughs>
0: no, <laughs> it's yeah, just no. strawberry flavored. I do have to disagree with Kyle sometimes because I, I don't want him to die though with strawberries. I might cherry, <laughs> Thank you. Uh <laughs> um, sorry, <laughs> anyway. Sorry Kyle. Anyways, yeah.
4: No, all good. I'm just so like TCU has something very special going on, but just when you look at who they played, I don't think they faced enough adversity to prepare them for what Jim for, for what Harbaugh is gonna put up against them in that game. Like Michigan is gonna come at them. Not they don't even need to put all 100 percent at them. They need to put 80 percent towards TCU, and they can win by 30. Like, and that's just because I don't think TCU is built the same way that Michigan is, that Ohio State is, that Georgia is, that even Bama is. TCU is built to play in the Big 12. They are built to play Kansas State. They're built to play Oklahoma. They're built to play Texas. But they are not built as a roster to play Michigan. They're not built to play Georgia. They're just not prepared for that. Their chance to win the Big 12 was this year. They lost to Kansas State. It it, it was a great run. I'm happy for them. I'm happy the college football playoff committee gave them the chance to show themselves. I'm very excited to see what the spread will be. (laughs) I I know why you're
3: excited. (laughs) But I think it will be
0: Michigan. I think it will be Michigan i agree with you, Kyle. Yes. If it's not Ohio State, go Horn Frogs. Let's go. Go
3: Horn. Frogs. Hey, Horn Frog country, let's hop. Yo, if it's let's not Michigan, out. roll frogs,
4: baby. Oh if it's not, no, if it's nice not way, the it Wolverines, roll Horn Frogs, baby.
1: <laughs> that would
4: be funnier. Okay. I, I, I'm rooting for a Georgia-TCU matchup to, for TCU to win. I just don't think it's going to happen. So, realistically, I think it will be – I think the Ohio State-Georgia matchup would be a lot closer than – Thing that, the, the Georgia, are you just laughing at Molly? Just yeah, yeah definitely. Um, Kyle, you yes.
3: are you are yes. happy. <laughs> you're excited to see what the spread is because you you're hoping it's a 20 point spread. <laughs> That's what you're hoping. You want a 20 point yeah. spread. Nick, I do want a 20 point spread. Nick, <laughs> I mean, I'm with you. I hope it is too Absolutely, at 20 point. The way TCU has played this year, you
1: can't
4: not take a 20 point spread because TCU could easily cover. You it. have That's to.
1: A point. Nick, do you mind if I, I respond to something Kyle said real quick?
0: Uh, Please do, and then we're going to move on to the next piece. All right. Mm -hmm.
1: So, Kyle, I understand your point about the Big 12. I will say that I've seen more defense and traditional football out of the Big 12 like you see out of the SEC and the Big 10 this year. I mean, I can point to that TCU-Kansas State game. There was a lot of really good defense played. Uh, The offenses looked good. And in the years past, the Big 12 has been 70 to 63 games like we used to see with Oklahoma and Texas Tech and all those other teams that, you know, put up big numbers but never played defense. So I will say that the Big 12 is catching up defensively. I think they started yes. to correct the mistake they made where the Big 12 tried to become the high-flying conference and it didn't work. But that's really the only thing I had to say to that. I loved everybody's analysis there. Uh, good job, guys. And, you know, if Michigan goes, goes down, roll frogs. Uh, really quick, Nick, before we move on, I,
4: will, I do agree with your – Uh, rebuttal of me, Jake, that Big 12 is definitely catching up, and I'm excited how it will be in a couple years when Cincinnati joins it and UCF joins it. I'm very excited to see how the Big 12 will compete.
0: Um, Anyway. Okay, so we're going to talk briefly about the next thing. I don't know how much we're going to talk about it, but more so just going to very briefly uh, comment on it. Deion Sanders officially commits as the head coach of the Colorado Buffaloes. Buffaloes. I should have... (laughs) Uh, I I should have known Uh, Anyway, I know their logo I know it looks dope And I know that they're already a decent D1 team Occasionally touches the top 25 Occasionally backs out of the top 25 Um, If anyone didn't know any better uh, They'll be top 25 in a year Maybe two Mm -hmm. Uh, It's kind of like a USC thing Except the program is not USC uh, Where they have a uh, S tier coach And then a bunch of S-tier players go to a school and you think, eh, they'll be good in a year or two. And USC comes out and is a top 10 team this year. So almost makes it to the college football playoff. Only difference is Colorado. Who the hell cares about Colorado football? Well, now a lot of people. So I think uh, I do think they'll be good this year or next year. I think that Deion Sanders being the coach is already going to make a big difference. Players like playing for players and great head coaches. That is a big reason why Mike Rabel is so good. So, Here's the
2: thing. I see this as, I don't know, I'm kind of like in Dion Sanders, you know, carnage tour that I can honestly see him coming into the NFL as a coach in the next five to ten years and just causing all sorts of mayhem, and I'm here for it.
0: I don't think he wants to, Steve, at least right now. I think that he Definitely
2: not to- now. I think – I think in the future, in time, I think he might want to bring himself back to the NFL. But he's nah, – no, he's he really is a coach. I mean, I've seen some of his practices and some of the speeches, post, post-game speeches he's made and stuff. This really is a coach you would go into battle for, honestly. No, this man is – in, he inspires very similar to, what I think, Ray Lewis, where not only – are they incredible defensive players you know they have a lot of skill a lot of knowledge but they're almost like a preacher of football where they make this whole game seem larger than life so that you're so much more inspired with every single time you step on the field so definitely i mean if i had you know if i was going to play any a game where a bunch of 400 pound men are going to flatten me like a pancake and i had Deion sanders talk to me about this give me a hype speech you bet your butt I'm putting on that uniform, going out there and dying on the field. <laughs> now, I I think Deion Sanders really has become such an amazing coach, and I love seeing him in this environment because he really is, has become such a swag-like player where he definitely seemed very arrogant and kind of cocky. You know, the what was it? He came out like a music video or some crap like that. Like, it was all this crazy stuff he did when he was an NFL player. But now that he's a leader, it's awesome to see him kind of come full circle. And honestly, Uh, I mean,
0: uh, sorry, uh, go ahead, Nick. I was just going to add a few key points and then we kind of jump off. Uh, Uh, Obviously, and you can add some stuff.
1: No, honestly, I think Kyle and I are on the same point about this. We were going back and forth on Twitter earlier. The biggest thing about (laughs) Deion Sanders to Colorado is Colorado used to be an NFL pipeline where they had good players year in and year out. For the past decade, they've kind of sucked and nobody knew why. Here is the biggest thing with Deion Sanders moving to Colorado. He's bringing his son with him, who's an NFL prospect at quarterback. He recruited Travis Hunter, who was the number one corner in the nation a couple years ago to an HBCU
0: and wide receiver. Let's yeah, but he, cor- but he plays, but he plays corner. He plays corner now, and he's also a gross wide receiver. That's right? a fact. Played in college, he had over 100 yards receiving and two touchdowns in one game this year, and played <laughs> corner the whole game. That's the nuts. He's literally a nuts. freak.
1: But you got Travis Hunter already, to- already said he's transferring to Colorado and it just seems like every time I see somebody go into the transfer portal I'm like they're going to play with Dion. like Justin Flo from Oregon the linebacker the athletic freak of nature that he is entered the transfer portal can almost guarantee he's going to play for Dion. and yeah. that's the thing that I think Dion brings to Colorado is that they're not going to just be recruiting three stars anymore they're going to be recruiting those five-star players who want a pipeline to the NFL because Dion can get them there and that's the it's biggest the point yeah it's the name of Dion Sanders it, it's
0: and, and there's five from Jackson. So Jackson State, for all those who don't know, was a subpar FBS school, if I'm familiar, if I'm correct, who recruited Deion Sanders to be their coach. And he, in literally one year, brought them from the subpar FBS school to, I think they won the national championship last year, or, came in, or they lost in a championship game. Yeah. They were mm-hmm. gross. And he had multiple five-star recruits to an FBS, FB as a boy, S school. He well, is now transferring multiple of those recruits. Go ahead, Jake. So the FBS is like Ohio State and all of them. The, is,
1: so that's the F- Vision F- F- 1. FCS F- is F- like North F- Dakota F- State's. I think it's FBS 1AA, so it's like the Harvard yeah. Ivy Leagues with the HBCUs okay. in it. So it's the okay. level down five, from the FBS.
0: Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> but yes, so he brought five recruits with him. The two that Jake already mentioned, which is his son, uh, Shadier Sanders and Travis Hunter Again, Travis Hunter was the number one recruit number one recruit went to a you can look at it however you want a second tier college by the way to be with this man already entered the transfer portal three more players Kevin Coleman Jr. who is a gross wide receiver Niles Gaddy I don't know a lot about him and Sibion Wilkerson who is who is their star running back who helped them win the championship last year he is bringing people with him, and there's going to be a lot of people that want to be with Dion because those players want to play for him.
3: Yeah, I can't wait to see how it goes. He's got a team that sucked this year, one and eleven. So I can't wait to see what it is. Um, before we move on, you know, anybody can touch after this. I want to highlight UConn football because that's a very underwritten story. Obviously, and I understand why it's not like it's a big program or anything like that. That team was literally on the brink of going to like Division Two at least out of into literal obscurity out of division one. Um, and they brought in Jim Mora, who was the coach at UCLA, uh, at the beginning of this or last decade, um, got fired in 2017, uh, who was also the coach of the Seattle Seahawks in 2009 and, uh, other mm-hmm. teams. This man came back to resurrect his career and hopefully resurrect UConn football. And they are in a bowl game this year. So I just want to say there was no ESPN thought they were going to go on with no wins this year. And so many people did. And I just want to say, he did an amazing job of taking these... Unre- Nobody wanted these recruits that he brought in. Uh, and they're 6-6 six and six going to a bowl game. And that sounds like a terrible season, but for this team who hadn't won more than maybe a game in like four years, I kind of applaud them. So for all our uh, UConn fans out there and anybody that knows college football, you know what this guy did this year.
0: And they're going against Marshall. That'll be interesting. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Um... There's no name for the bowl. It just says bowls. Is it the bowl's bowl? Yeah. <laughs> I have Bulls no idea, bowl. dude. No I idea. I bowl's bowl. It's like a bowl. Uh, it's just, um, that would be funny.
3: It's Manute Bowl's bowl. Bowl bowl. bowl bowl. bowl bowl.
0: We're going to move on to the next subject a little bit. Uh, Austin, did you want to touch briefly on some college basketball? Oh, days? let's go. That's college mid-season, basketball.
3: Mid-season, we, what, we, are a cor- uh, we are just a little over a quarter of the way, and we are, um, what, three? Yeah, four months, four um, months, from, four months. from March. Well, we're by the time they do it, because it's at the end of March, it's literally the last week. So we're basically, basically four months. It's, it's election Sunday is March 16th yeah but a lot of the tournament takes place by the end of the the you mean, know.
4: we're gonna have a march
3: either Madison way condition. we are three to four months away okay kyle we're three <laughs> to four months out okay two i two need three. a
4: specific time frame i need the exact hour we have left austin awesome. me you mean you know
3: what job. two hours kyle that's a lot of hours. shut up um
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, march Madness in 15 minutes oh my god
3: what i wish uh-huh. um that Guys, this is our uh, NCAA... Uh, and why did I just say that twice? Anyways, countdown, March <laughs> Madness. Um, bracketology. Anyways, let's get moving with this. Uh, we are just a little over the way done. Most teams have played about 10 games now. Um, so we're looking at just about a quarter to a little over the uh, quarter way through. By the end of this week, we will be. Uh, UConn is five, 9-0 is and oh, and up to 5th in the country. So I got to rep my boys. Um, but I'll just go out for the top five because they're the ones that are some big names um coming through uh we got houston at uh undefeated eight 0 they're number one texas is number two in the country i know that was a surprise for jake uh are you a huge texas fan like
1: uh so i love texas football i have since vince young was there and ut is a school my friend went there so i try to follow as much sports as i can and i know that texas hasn't really been good since uh, kevin durant was there so it's nice to see him up at number two
3: yeah, they haven't been uh, this kind of a powerhouse for a while, so yeah. it is good to get them up there. Uh, UVA is back up in the top five. They're at 7-0. and And Purdue. Purdue is a huge um, riser. Uh, they climbed, like, 12 spots last week. They, were, they weren't they were even ranked, I don't think, coming into this season. Uh, they have a seven-footer that is absolutely dominating everybody. Um, they beat Gonzaga. They beat, um, I think it was Arizona, and a couple other of the top – top teams coming into this season, um, all within the last uh, week and a half, really. So they are just cruising as of now. Um, I don't believe they have lost yet. Can't uh, Texas, by the way, right now is in a battle with 17 Illinois. Um, so we'll see how that goes. They are. It's, it's only 34-32, that's why I said battle, but yes. Um, so that it's is good game, uh, by the, way. the top five. Then you have Kansas, last year's um, championship. Uh, winner uh, eight and one Tennessee is at s- uh, seven and one um, at number seven Alabama seven and one at eight uh, UConn beat them Arizona and Arkansas round out the uh, nine and ten spots also at seven and one so um, a lot of movement um, Gonzaga does not look like a good team but not not a a great team not the team that, that we've expected of Gonzaga they are five and three and have had some um, bad losses and um, yeah North Carolina the preseason number one. Looks god awful. They they're just trash Maybe right now. Terror. I mean, you so, lose Chet, um,
1: you lose Chet Holmgren at Gonzaga. You don't, you're not expecting to be great at it after
3: that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Gonzaga should have, but, but Gonzaga brought in some people. They should have been okay. They also have Drew Timmy still. So yes, they sh- they're not going to be as good as they were with Chet Holmgren, uh, but they still should have been I don't okay. I
0: interrupt you. I do right. have some breaking news in the NHL. What's the breaking news? Let's
3: see it. I just <laughs> saw that too. Avalanche.
0: McKinnon is out for four weeks with an upper body injury. Ouch. Uh, Upper body injury, approximately four weeks. So uh, top three NHL player in the league is out for four weeks. That is tough. That's right. right, awesome.
3: Um, No, I mean, we're we're basically pretty much done with that. Um, Just some some big movement happened early on. Um, UConn, Purdue were both teams that weren't ranked at the beginning of the season. They're already up to the top five, and they're undefeated looking like really, really solid teams. Um, UConn, this looks like one of the best teams they've had since – Kemba. Probably the Kamawaka year, yeah, um, which they had some rough patches. They went, just like this team, they went like 10, I think it was 10-0, and got to like number, I don't know if they got to number one, they got top five for sure, um, and then they went on a bad slide um, to the point where they were unranked going into their Big East play. Um, this team honestly looks even better than that team probably. Um, I'm talking like maybe back to like the, the early um, Coach Calhoun years where he had, you know, Ray Allen and other guys like that, um, some of those big name teams. This team has a seven footer from Connecticut, um, Donovan Klingon, who looks like a solid freshman. I mean, he's playing phenomenal. They have Adama Sinogo, The of our basketball friends will probably know who that is. Um, and uh, Jordan Hawkins is a great guard who's shooting phenomenally. So, um, yeah, they look like a well, really well balanced team. They're leading the league, uh, I believe they're leading the nation in a per game stuff like that not not leading, leading but i believe they're at the top so um anyways it's a great uconn team great purdue team uh houston texas and UBA are looking good although houston did just have their top guard marcus sasser and probably their top player go down with an injury um, but they're the guys who stepped up so uh, it's not like a serious injury but he might be out for a couple games or there so we'll see how they do um yeah that's about it for now for the college basketball update
0: I think it's nice. important to know, I pretty much always take Houston to win the championship because I always feel like, wow, this team's always there. So <laughs> it's no different this year, just around so the same page. I, yeah. Right now. I'm going to take, I you can check my brackets. I've pretty much taken Houston or Villanova to win the last five years. And by the way, I did not take Villanova two years ago. So. Oh, wow no uh, anyways i took houston two years ago no oh, no man. that looks terrible it's, it's gonna be way.
1: it's gonna be real tough for me to choose between texas uva and UConn when it comes time because i have ties yeah. to all three of those places and i love all three other basketball programs so it's gonna be real tough for me
0: it'll be interesting so that'll be coming up over the next few months we'll be keeping updates on the basketball world of well, march madness coming up in march so um mm-hmm. We might even do, we're going to do a bracket show I yep. think, again. I think that was, really yeah, definitely. Fun. That was so much fun. We have to. Mm-hmm. That was so
2: much fun. Longwood better be, <laughs> better be on this bracket. Wait, I, I swear.
4: Was Steve, I, I have a better uh college name that is actually looking pretty good. uh yeah. College of Oral Roberts is doing Do not fantastic? know what Oral this Roberts
1: city? University is? I, I oh,
4: know who like. they are. Do you not know? But, uh, <laughs> I know they were Oral there Robert. last year. They were they
0: in the tournament? Yes, I'm pretty sure they were not because Steve would have made a comment. It's the only oh, sport yes. the 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 they're even was legitimately decent okay. at. <laughs> wow!
2: All right, <laughs> sweet. So I got two teams to get to the root for now.
1: <laughs> my fiance <laughs> went true. to my fiance went to undergrad at Oral Roberts. That's hilarious.
2: Oh I my wonder god! If that's
3: all. Well, that's so I know funny. Steve's gonna be rooting for Oral Roberts versus Long.
2: Yes, <laughs> if they play against each other, I'm not gonna be able to. to
0: oh, or you know, really? Roberts is gonna actually suck against Longwood. Like it's gonna be. Really tough. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, oh my! Uh, we're <laughs> awful. We're awful. Uh, cancelled. Anyway, cancelled. Oh. Our. Last thing that we we're gonna talk about today. I think that it's gonna take a whole episode. So I think that we're gonna preview it a little bit or talk just a little bit about it. I think we're oh the full <laughs> thing. Okay. I think we
1: can do the whole thing to be I personally think. If we keep respecting respectful you. this can last twenty to thirty minutes max.
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <coughs> okay. I'm <laughs> anyone anyway.
4: it's up to you, Nick.
0: I'm gonna keep my part short then, and hope you all do similar. <laughs> we started this debate. <laughs> as I'm dying,
3: Kyle we helped start this debate. Yeah,
0: we started this debate. I guess Kyle. We did, so didn't so start a debate. We just put do. it out there.
3: I didn't. I didn't blame you.
0: Of um, we've already talked. I said about you started story. it. There was a picture with six athletes, all males, unfortunately, not including Serena Williams, um, and, Matt and others. <laughs> who of the tops of those athletes which ones were the top of this century so from 2000 on and it started to be in our group chat as you can imagine they were all from different sports they all had different impacts and different pieces um those six athletes i'm going to pull it up real quick i can remember most of them but i just want to make sure i have them in front of it me it was brady um, lebron
1: mayfield ronaldo phelps. phelps and
0: uh tiger woods you said Mayfield mm-hmm. instead but I got gotcha. you. Sorry, yeah, Meriwether, yeah. my bad. <laughs> Yo,
2: yeah, Baker Mayfield's on the You're list. Mayfield, Yo, man. he's oh, so dominant, Baker's bro. My bad.
0: I meant Meriwether. it was my
4: bad. <laughs> oh, he was a pretty dominated college athlete.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was pretty damn <laughs> good. Uh, Tim Tebow he's is so the best college the... football player of all time. Okay, Yes. anyways, uh, right behind Johnny Manziel. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> looking at this list, we pretty much all agreed that LeBron was number six. Fine and dandy. Yeah,
1: I don't know if I agree with that now. Thinking about it, but yeah, he wasn't—he wasn't in the top three.
2: <laughs> Wait, can you can pull I, up I, the list? Can you pull it up by any chance?
3: Yeah, uh, one second. Can I'm I just sure. say that it's funny that LeBron's on there when he's still having huge debates about he's even the best in his sport. <laughs> Bro, no, yeah, dude, he, he's been the best basketball player this century.
1: It's not even close. Steph oh, didn't yeah, come in figured. until the later half, that's and fair, Kobe that's was fair. there before. LeBron's been there the entire time.
3: That's fair. Yeah. I'll give you that. That's fair. And uh, he I'll went to nine. And he went to
1: nine street
0: NBA finals. Can't really. Speaking of Mayfield, it. while I pull this up, I want to talk briefly about Baker Mayfield going to the. I got him. Uh, um, oh, his
2: yeah. career. His his career is <laughs> yeah, over like, at this point. He's
3: just he going to be need to go behind Brady if he was going to have any well, chance of reviving it. Well, honestly, mm-hmm. Baker
1: Mayfield got cut by the Panthers. uh It was amicable. um Apparently, Baker's. Done it was everything his they choice, asked. wasn't it? yeah it was his choice he asked the panthers uh thanked him for his uh time with the panthers said he was always a great teammate whatever it was he got picked up by the rams he'll start for the rams even though it doesn't matter because they're not making the playoffs anyway i think they're three and eight right now um sean mcveigh really needs to pick it up but how can you do that when you got cooper cup and matt stafford out but whatever that's all we really got to say about that thank you
0: so I have it up, obviously, from a season of six athletes. Again, Serena Williams should be on this list, and she would be in the top three in my mind. And a lot of That's people, a fact. She'd, she'd be, be top there. two. Top
4: two in my mind. Yes. So, I was just yeah. making a general. general. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, I got you got
0: um, Serena, Serena Williams should be in this list, no doubt. Yeah. However, they chose six male athletes, no matter how sexist this page is. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, we're not going to comment on that any further. So between these six athletes, and I kind of want to talk about more why we're debating, and then I want us to come next week with our own top 10 rankings. That's what I think we should mm-hmm. do. Okay, that's so Let's fair. talk, let's talk a little bit about this. So one of the big pieces I would love for whoever, I know, Kyle, you can start with this, was the difference between those who are in team sports and those who are in single, one person versus however many people, whether it be one person or, or group, sports. Kyle, what, do you, what, what is that? How do you feel about that? So the, the way I'm looking at it, is if you are
4: an individual athlete where you do not rely on the other people's ability on the field, the court, whatever it may be, you don't rely on anyone else around you and you can dominate at your individual sport. For Tiger, it's golf. For Serena, it's tennis. For Michael Phelps, it's swimming. For Mayweather, it's boxing, Mm -hmm. right? Whatever it may be, if you can dominate that and you do not need to rely on anyone else around you, I personally looked at that as being a higher level than necessarily a team athlete. And that's what sparked debate, And which I understand because I understand how some people can look at that and go, well, if you're dominating as a team athlete, doesn't that show more better characteristics Does and whatnot? which I understand, and I know Jake was on the other side of that argument, I'm it. sure he can take it from there. Mm-hmm. But th- that's basically what sparked the beat in our group chat, and it went on a whole big tangent and got way out of hand than it definitely needed to. But I was basically arguing where I would say, I don't personally think Ronaldo should be top five of this list. I put him at fifth. Because I, the way I looked at it, is I ranked the individual athletes... So I did Phelps, Tig- uh, Phelps, Mayweather, Tiger. And then I ranked the team athletes, where I put Brady, Ronaldo, LeBron. Mm-hmm. That's how I looked at it. If we wanted to put it at different
1: – that's just how I looked at it, and I know everyone else has their own viewpoint of it. Yeah, so I don't think I did a very good job of articulating what I was trying to get at uh, earlier. Somebody started talking about how you can't compare team sports and individual sports, which I think you can – I look at it more as unprecedented success in whatever you're doing, so automatically for me that puts Brady and Phelps at the top of the list, right? So Brady, seven mm-hmm. Super Bowls, hasn't been done by a starting quarterback in the NFL ever, probably will never be duplicated again. Michael Phelps has more gold medals than anybody else in the history of the Olympics, I believe. Never mind just swimming, but the history of the Olympics, Which is ridiculous. And both mm-hmm. of the both of those are the top of the world. So like the NFL is the best football league in the world. So I have, and there's no. O- football olympics so i have to put the yes. nfl on par with the olympics there if i'm going to compare like apples to apples and phelps is up there um mm. mayweather the 50 0 has been done before it's been done a few times uh those guys didn't end their careers undefeated but Maywe- uh, mayweather did yeah or yeah mayweather sorry i'm getting so confused as a <laughs> boxing fan i should know this um but mayweather's <laughs> done like mayweather went 50 it's been done before Nobody. I don't think anybody else ended their career undefeated. I could be wrong about that, but like 50-0 no, has been sure done before. LeBron, um, I think, would be up there again. A lot of what he has done has been done before, except for the 10 straight titles. I mean, Bill Russell, I think, did it, or 10 straight title appearances. I think Bill Russell did it. A couple others did it. Ronaldo may Bill not actually one 10 straight. <laughs> um, Ronaldo might not even be the best soccer player of this century. Messi's right up there with him. Um, sorry, not yeah. sorry. So like, I did. I think Ronaldo is up there for me, right but now. there's an argument. Uh, Tiger Woods is right up there with Jack Nicholas and So I'm not sure how I'd rank these six. I think it's Brady and Phelps as like a 1A, 1B kind of thing. So regardless of team sport or individual sport, again, I put team sports probably a little bit higher because I think it's a little bit harder to dominate for that long. Plus longevity comes into account where Tom Brady has done this for 20-some-odd years in a very physically demanding sport up until like the last five years where you couldn't hit a quarterback but that being said like phelps swimming olympic absolutely impressive absolutely the go to swimming and honestly i'd probably put serena williams right there at three as a one c but that's where mm-hmm. i was coming from with it more unprecedented success than it was the characteristics of people i don't know if yeah, anybody else and, has anything to take about that but
2: i, well, I mean so, also i mean also with like why I think it's kind of tough with Phelps and Brady. One, I mean, when I think of any of these players, you also have to look at the competition that they have and how they were able to win. So Floyd Mayweather definitely was not a knockout puncher. He was not going to beat the crap out of you. He was going to outlast you, which is very impressive. But 50-0 is still incredible. That is. But we're looking for dominant. And if your way of winning is lasting as kind of long as long as you can depending on what fight it is. And there's always some controversy with you know with any athlete as well. But I gotta give it to somebody like Brady because you also have to remember he was up against arguably the number two quarterback of all time in Peyton Manning going up against him. You also have to deal with another top ten quarterback in Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers and Philip Rivers who's not top ten but he's in the top twenty five for sure. And you also had to deal with, you know, surging quarterbacks here and there, like Patrick Mahomes. And then you also got it. you know, there's a lot of competition that Brady had to deal with. Now, with comparing the world stage to the NFL, it's still only specific to the U.S. And no matter what, Michael Phelps was going up against the best of every country. These are people from every country with their own resources, training their asses off to be the best that they can be. And I think with Michael Phelps being so insanely dominant for so long, basically being a human fish, I just got to give him the nod because being up against the United States is tough. You're getting the best every week, but I got to give it to Phelps as the most dominant of the century, only because he's going up against the world, no matter what, how you put it, even as incredible as NFL teams can be going up against the world's best. Just being able to do that, it's honestly very insane. And LeBron, I don't know. I would still put Michael Jordan for like, if <laughs> no matter what, even though he didn't play in a century, I just I can't see LeBron being top in this list. But that's just me. Steve, one thing
1: you, you know, said about mm-hmm. Mayweather. Sorry, Austin. I just had to. Go
3: ahead. Boxing yeah.
1: wise, Mayweather mm-hmm. defensively was untouchable. It wasn't just that he was outlasting yep. you; it's that you couldn't fucking touch mm-hmm. him. Um, yeah honestly it's some of the most impressive defensive boxing i've ever like you'll ever see if you ever go watch a mayweather fight just pull up some mm-hmm. old videos dude was absolutely unhittable didn't matter who it was like I M- s- manny pacquiao all these other dudes canelo people tried to fight mayweather and it just didn't work and yeah he had that mcgregor fight which kind of was a joke but whatever uh awesome yeah. go ahead uh that's all i really have to say about mayweather
3: yeah i gotta say the only thing i have for a knock on mayweather is just and and i'm not a huge boxing fan but i believe this is how people perceive it he's a defensive god when it comes to bat to you know fighting and boxing um i know that he you know um the only thing (laughs) i grew up with boxing when it was like not really watching boxing but watching rocky so like that's my knowledge of like boxing i don't really count that but when i think of him i think of like um uh Creed, like when Rocky fights in the first movie, where he's like having trouble touching him just because of how he is. I always think of him as that way, where he's just like moving, and he's so good. When I invite I have watched him, that's what he's been like. My knock on him is the fact that he didn't fight in what I've been told is the golden era of boxing, where these guys were just monsters. The guys nowadays, not that they're not good, not that you know, I don't know. Again, I'm not a boxing fanatic.
1: Definitely not. As but good. people think definitely not. As
3: good. Right? They're not. It's not Muhammad Ali. It's not Mike Tyson in his prime. It's not some of these other guys. And I think if he fights some of those guys, maybe he's able to be to beat them, but because he didn't have the knockout power, I think those guys would have stayed with him and eventually gotten that punch on him.
1: You're also so talking, you're knock- talking about different weight classes of boxing, which is a whole different issue. But.
3: Fair. That is fair. Yeah. That is fair. Um, so there, there's a whole bunch of things. So that's why I, it's hard for me to put him... Like you said, it's been done before. I don't see him as that like dominant... I want to see that guy, if you're that dominant guy, like Conor McGraw, he was at his top, was just going in and annihilating people. Um, mm-hmm. That's what I would have wanted to see. So I don't put him... I'd put him... Boxing fans would probably come after me, but I'd probably put him towards the bottom six, five, something like that. Um, yeah. I grew up watching golf, right? I know golf. Even though Tyra Woods was chasing a, a, a guy like Jack Nicklaus, um, and it had been done before, what hadn't really necessarily been done was the way he dominated. When he was at his peak in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. you, you basically couldn't touch him. Um, And the way he was just winning major after major and winning tournaments and just literally breaking records on courses, um, just outclassing everybody. It wasn't even close. Um, So also for me, for Tiger, that puts him a little bit higher is the fact that he has had so many injuries and he's gone out and dominated after that. Um, we'll see how he does with this latest one. I think it's kind of he's kind of done. I don't know if he can ever win one again just with this new injury. So I think he would. I want more. one more. I want one more. Um, I think that does that tie him with necklace? What's he at? Fifteen. Yes. I, think I think it, it does. Up. Yeah, I think it ties. I him, think so. he
0: gets one more just out of will. Just out of will. I really <laughs> do. If he does that,
3: that puts him even higher for me. But as it goes this century, I would put Mayweather for me goes six. Um, LeBron's probably five for me. And then I probably do am putting our list
0: next week. we do our list next week. Oh, okay.
3: Sorry. So, anyways, I think that the top, for me, it's hard. It's between the other three guys: Ronaldo, um, Brady, and Phelps. I lean a little bit towards Phelps as maybe the top guy because I know how freaking hard it is to swim in general at the top. Um, I don't know if anybody here ever swam competitively. I didn't actually <laughs> swim competitively, but I had to. I did actually race against um, some guys that did.
2: I did for three months.
3: It's ridiculous. It's and awful. It is ridiculous how hard the training is. Um, mm-hmm. We know most of us and most fans out there that played sports know how hard training in sport in general is. Then think about the fact that you can't breathe, okay? So you were literally not allowed to breathe at certain points in your race. I ran track. If I had to do that during track, I would die. <laughs> so mm-hmm. these guys are Ph- – Phelps is out here literally swimming 400 yards – And if anybody goes and runs a 400 yard right now and try not breathing for 25% of that, let me know how you go. So this man dominated his sport for over a decade Mm
4: -hmm.
3: by himself Yeah. past what most people would consider a peak in almost any, um, you know, uh, peak age at any time, uh, any sport. So I would put him, it's hard for me not to put him at the top. We're talking about dominating on the Olympic level. That people have been doing for, I mean, Olympics goes back,
0: uh, what? Two, sure.
3: Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. 200 years or more. And obviously, if you really want to talk about well, Olympic, Olympics goes all the way back to even earlier than that. But the ones that we're talking about, modern day Olympics, it's like 200 years. So for 200 years, nobody did what he did. I mean, yeah, Ronaldo's got a lot of accomplishments, and I know Andrew would want to fight for him. And I know why. I, I know some of his history. Yeah. But to, to say that, my, my knock on and I'm—I know Andrew didn't bring it up, maybe because he didn't want to. He hasn't won a World Cup, so you—so if you put Messi in here, you put him in here. How are you going to tell me that this guy is one of the best athletes of his generation, of the last, of this century, when he hasn't done what he has to do to beat, bring his country to the pinnacle of his sport? He hasn't done it, so. It's hard for me to put to him To be
4: fair that. with that, though, Ronaldo has won a lot of championships. <laughs> yes. In general. Just to be fair. But,
3: to be yeah. fair also, he has stacked teams when he plays for Real Madrid, Juventus, some of these other ones. Not to knock him. And again, I don't like to knock players for having a good team, but I also have to point that out. You have a good team. It's easier to win, right? So yeah. when Brady wins a championship because he's got a better team, I knock him for it. And when he loses to the Giants <clears throat> with Randy Moss, I got to knock him for it. Um, yeah. So, but with Phelps, he went out there, dominated, didn't lose, didn't, and, and not even, that's my thing for Phelps, and I'll end with this, when he won his championship gold medals, was he tough. wasn't just winning, was he was annihilating, that setting records record. that were f- 10 seconds ahead of everybody. Like
4: mm-hmm. I, Michael I, Phelps has 86 medals. It's stupid. 86 God. Damn. Stupid. medals. Stupid. That's just medals. unfair.
0: 86 medals, and I'm pretty sure 12 years.
3: Yes. That's absurd. Or Olympics. And
0: 12 years. <laughs> That's four Olympics. 12 years. That's not just a four years, Technically,
3: four years and 12 for 12 year span. The, now, those
0: medals include
4: Olympics, World Championships, but still yes. to win. But in the Olympics, medals. he has
3: something like, it's like what, like 12? Tw- how many gold medals does he have? So we had
0: twenty-three in one year,
3: right? Oh. Yeah, was it? yeah, it
0: wasn't mm-hmm. gross. It wasn't twenty-three it, in one year. That I don't. Was how... It wasn't. It
3: was no. like 14 or, or something. Or something. Yeah. No, no, it was. Yeah, yeah. It was in the was double digits. digits. It was 12 it was was or, digits, or something. So
0: yeah. Uh, but still, anyways, uh, Justin, mm-hmm. did you want to add anything before I go with my point?
3: Yeah, I was just thinking about between the three that do have teams on them, um, if it depends on how many times you transfer teams. I know Brady, the only two teams, like that we really think about for him is the Patriots and the Bucks. Mm -hmm. So those teams are huge. You have to think about all like the players on there, how well you get along with them. When you have to transfer to a new team, you have to get used to a whole new style. Brady was able to do that within like one year of joining the Bucks after he already taught the Patriots along with that for about 18 plus years. I'm not sure if... LeBron James ever went between teams. I know he's always just used to the Lakers. He's
1: famous for it.
0: <laughs> he, he's, done three, he's done three teams. Cavs, Miami, back to the Cavs, time. to the Lakers. He got teams. Yeah. So, I, another point that Andrew brought up, and I'm not trying to show Andrew anything. He brought up longevity. Um, there are two people on this list that have been on the top or fighting for the top since 19, Or sorry, There are two people on the list that have been playing since the 90s. And are still good uh, this whole generation. Three.
3: And three. Yes, Ronaldo. Three.
0: No. Was, no. Yeah, he... yeah up. His first senior season was 2002 to 2003. Was it really? I thought it Every was... Every other year was juniors. Okay. I'm not counting juniors, not to discredit that. I'm only counting when they were an adult. No, that's fair. Tom Brady's been playing since 99. Yep. But the only person, and I should have considered this my list, and I will that's been playing and been dominant since nineteen ninety seven is Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. That dude has been dominant. Yep. From ninety seven until two thousand nineteen. When there was Was Phelps'
3: on first one two thousand four?
0: First Olympics, mm-hmm. yes. I think his first championship was earlier. I think his yeah. first Olympics
4: was 2000,
0: wasn't it? Oh, was he in Athens? Maybe he was. I think I he was right. Yeah. I think. I think. I don't up. think he
4: won any golds then. He was still he, young. I think he was still think really he young. in 2000.
0: Well, he's like 18 yeah. years old, but he was so there. That's okay. Um, he, he was, was there. there. So we're gonna do our yeah. actual list next but, week. But really, my important thing with the kind of team versus single argument, um I'm okay with disregarding the team. Because the whole point of playing a team game is that you are relying your teammates to at least equal you out or help you win the game. Mm-hmm. There are some players in this six and on the list that transcended their team and practically won to spite their team. And mm-hmm. Tom Brady is absolutely one of those people, especially mm-hmm. with really all three of his last Super Bowls, uh, besides the Tampa one, all three of his last Patriots Super Bowls. All felt like spiteful wins. <laughs> <laughs> the really there. And the first three were all his defense. The second set of three was all him. And the last one was a mixture. I think he had everything he needed for that one. Yeah. So for what that's worth, he didn't need to rely on the team for half of his wins. Um, mm-hmm. Ronaldo kind of relied. Like his team was a big part of it. Like it wasn't just him. Teams were stacked. Teams are there. And when his teams aren't stacked, like Portugal, he has not won. That's a big thing. And Portugal's a good team, but they're not stacked. They that's dominated big. today, though, to be fair. And maybe they win this no, year. No, they're, maybe better, they
3: they're better now than they oh, have Ronaldo it. didn't yes, play. Ronaldo
0: mm-hmm. didn't play. So tell me, if anything, if they win now, it's the same fucking story. So mm-hmm. it really is. Um, so, that's why, for me, solo athletes, unless, in my mind, the individual player transcended their team, I think LeBron is a top two, top three player of all time. I do not feel LeBron transcended his team. I do no. feel Michael Jordan transcended his team. I j- j- and, and I see Jake's about to talk. When <laughs> LeBron transcended his team was with the Cavs. It mm-hmm. was with the Cavs. The first time, he was too young. It didn't work. The second <clears throat> time, he had Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love. And I would say that is the closest he got to transcending his team. I would say, you know what? In my mind, I'm changing a little bit. I think that's the one time he transcended his team. But Tom Brady did it a lot.
1: The only argument The only argument that I could use to counteract that is that 07 Cavs team he dragged to the finals, mm-hmm. and at least two of the Cavs teams he ended up dragging to the finals. I remember those playoffs. He was essentially just scoring 50 a night when Kyrie and Love went down and still got them to the finals and there was a, it was, a co- it was a comment about uh from draymond green actually that was talking about lebron and he's like nah nobody else could do what he did against the greatest team ever assembled he was talking about the 73 and nine warriors yep. and so mm-hmm. that's the only point i would counteract that is that i think lebron probably had to play a little bit of a tougher opponent when it came to the warriors than michael jordan ever had to play mm-hmm. i know that he had to play stockton and malone and a couple other guys but there was but he nothing did have a
0: better overall team than jordan had especially early I, on
1: uh i wouldn't necessarily argue that when you're talking about jordan's
0: six championships i i wouldn't uh, especially I, especially say, after they added yeah. Dennis that's
4: getting off topic. but that's off topic. Yeah, um, that's tough, but
0: i i do agree, be, i kind of backstepped a little bit lebron totally carried the Cavs team to that championship uh, to be clear michael jordan oh, is the bet. best
1: basketball player ever that's not a knock on jordan i just don't necessarily think that's absolutely accurate mm-hmm.
0: yes so I, I did backstep. Um, I do think LeBron is actually like he did transcend that Cavaliers team. Yeah. I just feel like Tom Brady. Oh, three championships in a row. He transcended I, that. Yeah. team. Oh yeah. That's I awesome. think
3: this is. I think this is just us looking and going like when you're talking was is LeBron a great athlete and transcend? Yes. Oh seven. Yes, he dragged literally Walmart cashier like players to do the finals. Dude, like, the second best player on that team
0: was Larry Hughes.
3: <laughs> yeah. Nobody yeah. knows you know who that is. Also,
0: It's also so hard. It really is. Uh, hairs that we're, we're, oh, to here, we're talking right. about six of the top 10 players mm-hmm. of all time in their sports. So exactly. we're comparing sports, we're comparing types of sports, we're comparing situations. It's all different. When,
3: I think when we, when, go we ahead, do,
4: Kyle. when we do this list next week, there are also other athletes that this yes. six didn't oh, yeah. even mention. Sorry. This doesn't even touch tennis, where nope. in general, there's been four athletes of this past century that have been dominant in that sport. Yep. Serena, Federer, Nadal, and Djokovic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely dominating in that sport. And this list doesn't even touch. And now all four of those have been dominant in all four. Well, and you also have guys like
3: Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt. Bolt. Could be up there. Mm-hmm. There's
4: also people be in hockey be that on, you could. You, mm-hmm. you can talk about Alex Ovechkin being dominant, Sidney Crosby being dominant. You can throw it even in baseball. You can throw well, it.
3: Kyle,
0: that in hurt Bulls. a little bit, didn't it? That hurt a little it bit. It did. Didn't? The fact that <laughs> I just admitted Sidney Crosby
4: deserves to be on this list that really hurt my soul. But I'm just, as a fan of sports, I can't not admit that. Like it's impossible to not admit Sidney Crosby has been dominant in the sport of hockey for the past yeah. 20, there's, twenty years, almost twenty. In
0: my mind, there's no one really in baseball I can think of. I mean, I want to be biased. Oh. the problem is is that I feel like there's no players that started between, let's say, 97 and 2000 that have been so good for at least a majority of the last. I would be like, my first friend of my Derek Jeter, but yes, he started so specific. early, so he yeah. ended early. Like he retired almost 10 years ago. I mean, but that's like, we're 21st. talking about the century best yeah. best players. So that's why it's not his fault. It's, it's the time. No.
4: But during the time he played, of this century, he was one of the
0: best players in his What sport. was his rookie year, do you know? Nin- 96. Uh, 96. 96. So, so Tom Brady was a freshman in college, and he's still playing, just around the same page. Yes, I,
4: but one less than Tiger, by the way, with uh, Jeter starting yes. professionally. So I get that. But baseball, I think, does a little bit different things on your body.
3: Yeah, um, and, and here's the thing about Jeter, I'm a huge it young It works differently.
4: different legend. ways.
3: Uh, he, I'm not going to say he didn't dominate his sport, but he won a lot of championships and no. he was good, but he himself as like what he was was good and, and at times great. But if you go look at his stats, he wasn't like... He didn't, he didn't have like Over three
2: thousand Judge. No no, no,
3: no, 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 no. I'm not saying he wasn't but, great, but like if you go look, he didn't statistically dominate the way Jared Judge no, no. just did last year. So that's why I'm saying like if I'm looking at somebody, I got to go with like like you said, Albert Pujols over the last
0: 20 years. Albert Pujols, <laughs> is would each, alone, maybe would maybe Miguel Cabrera,
3: mm. Ichiro.
0: No, no, actually, I don't know if he was dominant. Someone that would make yeah. a 25 list, Justin Verlander is a super underrated. He top he guy. could
3: be exactly over um, now where he is with his last I don't mean, six say Clayton years.
0: Kershaw too. Clayton Kershaw also He's not a enough top wins. Guy. That's the problem.
3: But yes. Uh, no. But, but we're talking. We're not I'm not
0: spreading it the to top twenty five, yes. obviously. So, top anyways, the I went.
3: baseball is hard at this point in its life, where it just hasn't. Someone like a Shohei otani let's say, like two, fifteen years down the road, we may be talking about that. Oh, you know, it. like, like, so. Trout, Trout, Trout. Exactly. That's I another guy I like Trout. It. Could honestly
4: even be mentioned. For the, problem is, five, well, five, the
3: problem is, well, the problem is Trout needs to win a championship. Yes.
1: <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> He,
3: did, um, he, hasn't, he has game not game. transcended his team. I have yes. to say that he has not transcended it, his team. Hey, hey, I'll be honest.
0: Aaron Judge tried real fucking hard. And, and he, he almost just did. just <laughs> just bad enough. It, was, it um, was terrible. So anyways. He really tried. Um, that's really it for that. Right, we're going to do full list next week. We're doing uh, 10, right? That's what we're yeah, we're going to do the top 10. 10. We,
4: need, we need to set
0: a criteria. Obviously,
4: not here on the show, but like... No, no, no. By it's
0: way more fun if we don't set a criteria. A we're going to set room. rules ah, and
4: That's going to be so much chaos. No,
0: Kyle, your top it's, 10 is I'm going to be Misty right? no, no. I'm not here.
4: saying like rules. I'm just wanting to know like what are we... What's like...
0: Any no, no. sport, top sport, sport. Sport, 2000 and now. No, no, no.
4: My rules is like what's the start date? Because to me, I would consider Derek Jeter playing in the two thousands. No, no, like, so, yeah, if, you, it, it, it is if you
0: played in the two thousand season and you played in the twenty twenty two season, you are eligible. Like okay. any anything that's from fine. then in between. I don't okay. care if you started that's earlier fine. than that. Tom Brady started earlier than that. Tiger Woods. Um, but if you played between those, I think you would have at least
3: played five five or more years. I would think maybe even ten in this. Well, yeah century. to be
0: on the list yes well because because way you said
3: it you could put jordan in it technically no no, no, no but we're talking uh, yeah.
0: we are only judging off the play of this century that's my point you are judging yeah, okay. on your season's play between 2000 and 2022. okay so
3: everybody should really be looking at somebody that's played so, 10 years or more
0: yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah.
4: Hey, clarification though if you're talking about we're only looking at starting in, tw- in year 2000 so anything the player did before 2000 we're not counting No, 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 we
0: are. okay. Okay. But as long as they
1: played for, like, 2000 to 2022 and it was, like, 5, 10 years, that's probably what you're looking for. Well, that's the thing. We're
0: just looking at their play during the 2000s. So you can include their play a little bit earlier, but we really, realistically, we are saying 5, 10 years. A majority of their career should have been in the two thousands. That's right. our point. And that, that's next, what I'm just wanting to clarify because
4: the way you said at least two thousand, it was kind of teetering on the fact that we're not going to count so, before. But if we're counting before, then
0: so that's tig- yeah. some of Tiger's most dominant and years were, were uh, late, the early nineties, right? Yeah. He was equally as dominant. Uh, late nineties, excuse me. He was equally as dominant from two thousand to two thousand seven. Yes, mm-hmm. that's that's great. If Tom Brady won two Super Bowls in ninety, ninety eight, ninety nine. But then he still won five more Super Bowls. That that all counts. Okay. But That's if it's cool. like if this it's like Michael Jordan, who was 40 year old and fat, like, <laughs> like no, his best years.